genre. Welcome to the New Republic Archives, where we discuss the history and legends of a galaxy far, far away. I'm Tim Garcia. And I'm Gary Roby. Uh, and we're here with another banter episode. Yeah. Um, just chill after the... I after like last, these ones. Yeah, and after the last episode, which was two and Honestly, a half... Honestly, bless you, anyone who listened to that entire podcast. It was, it was really long. It was a uh, bonus. It was giant-sized. It New was giant-sized. Um, for the comic sized. readers here. Yeah. Um, how have you been? I've been good, man. Uh, work life, real life has been kind of busy and uh, have not had a lot of Star Wars content to consume these last couple weeks, really. So... Yeah, it's been uh, San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, San Diego Comic-Con. I, for folks who don't know, I work for a independent bookstore here in San Diego. And um, we have a booth at Comic-Con every year. So we were doing that thing, which means uh, it's been very busy at work. Just like with all the inventory that came in that we and all the signings that we did. And just holidays is busy in general for retail. So kind of juggling that whole all that stuff. Yeah. Um, How have you been? I've been good. I just uh, celebrated my birth uh, Happy this past birthday. weekend. Thank you. Uh, and Tim's an old man. I'm an old man. Um, and uh, let's see. Did it, was there anything notably Star Wars in during my birthday? During your birthday. Um, Star Wars birthday. Nothing really. Uh, I'll be going to Disneyland tomorrow, so that's legit. Back to Galaxy's Edge, uh, for me. Um, oh, awesome. uh, I did get my mom got as a as a joke, kind of. Um, I say kind of uh, <laughs> a uh, Kowakian monkey lizard. Wow. Um, it's uh, it's actually Salacious Crumb from Return nice. of the Jedi. Um, he's a little plush. I don't know where she found him, but you push on his like stomach and he laughs. So he does That's the like. Awesome! <laughs> I love that. Um, Galaxy's Edge has puppets. Uh, Kowakian lizard or monkey lizard pump puppets. Um, that ride on your shoulders That's that awesome. you can turn and look. Um, and I have one of those as well. That's um, I just cool. like him. He's a weird. He's a weird alien. He's a weird alien. Um, Do you think we're ever gonna get like? A competent Kwakian monkey lizard character, or, or are they just like an offhand, like semi-sentient joke? They're both like Salacious Crumb reacts to things that are said as yes. if he is a sentient character, but also there are food carts serving roasted Kwakian monkey lizards. I in. do not think he is. I think he's like a. I think he's supposed to be like a dog, kind of. That's why it's like kind of like, oh, we're on the backwater town. They're eating. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is a completely different culture, you know, um, where Slash we would normally we would normally have jokes 
is the thing. Like yeah. that implies intelligence. No, do to we me. know? No, do we know that he's actually laughing at jokes, or does he just laugh? Is that just like the sound it's just it like makes. a yeah, like a like a hyena? It just laughs. Yeah, or you know, it, it it there's a pause and it laughs and that just amuses Chaba. We don't know that it understands yeah, humor. Yeah, okay. Really. I don't um, want to think about the implications of this because we've seen them like roasted on spits. Like, I don't want to know the answer here. I feel like you could be like, this town's brutal. We're in the middle of nowhere. I, I we guess eat things so. other That's cultures don't for, eat. I mean, Mandalorian's Star dark is dark for Star Wars, but. That's true. You're not wrong. It's still dark, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there was that, um, I went to some Christmas light viewing places. That's cool. Here in town, and there were a lot of good, uh, Star Wars setups. One guy had, like, a whole, it was crazy, he had, like, the Battle of Hoth set up in his front yard. That's amazing. Um, among other, like. If I do Christmas decorations, I want to do the Battle of Hoth. Like, I'm not joking. Like, he had, like, four AT-ATs. That's awesome. Like, going through it. And there was, like, Luke down at the bottom with his, like, uh, grapple gun. Um, and they were all going to... Yeah, I don't know. It was pretty cool. It has nothing it, to do with um, Christmas other than, I guess, snow equals Christmas. But Snow equals Christmas. This, yeah. is, this is people putting Yoda in their nativity scene. Oh, I saw a lot of Grogu's. And they all didn't quite look right. So, um yeah that's those, fine. Are, those are my star wars updates for the after the uh, star, star wars, wars holiday updates. special um, the sad the sad thing is that like my only star wars the only star wars content i've consumed is a different star wars podcast and i don't want to be a cheater here yeah this guy this i've been listening guy. to i've been catching up on star wars minutes so that's awesome i should listen um, to that. i'm way I've listened behind to a show called a more civilized age yeah you've which told is, me about this one yeah doing a clone wars rewatch it's very good i like those guys a lot yeah that's very cool yeah um so yeah uh if you've been here a while you know kind of how these go it's just uh me and gary catching up on star wars stuff uh every other week we do a deep dive so we have a yeah. fun deep dive you do have for like a big main, not main topic, but like main topic idea for this one, which Sometimes. I, I want to save. I want to get to the other thing you sent me first, I think. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So, we'll we'll jump into a couple uh, Star Wars updates. Yeah. Um, just literally about four hours ago, um, they released Star Wars Hunters gameplay. Yeah. Um, we talked about Star Wars Hunters on a previous banter episode. What it's, two months ago now? Yeah, it's oh maybe maybe longer than that. Um, yeah, because that was the name of the episode. It was two Jawas in a trench coat. Yes, it was. Um, yes, it was. But uh, yeah. So yeah, the the gameplay has come out, and uh, as kind of su- suspected, it's kind of an Overwatch clone, and it'll be for mobile devices and Nintendo Switch, which I guess is a kind of uh, that's an mobile interesting device. choice to like. Mobile and I mean, I guess it makes sense for like looking at what this game looks like, but like games like other games like this are on like consoles. Yeah, which is interesting. Like, I really think it would fit 
it could be on the other consoles, but yeah, this I mean, it's feels not like even a game on PC. Pass I don't think. I don't even think it's on PC. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. Um, but yeah, they kind of give a brief introduction on how each of the different characters play. So you've got a bounty hunter named Imara Vex. You've yeah. got a big Wookiee named Graz. You have a, a droid that thinks he's a Jedi. Yeah, um, and he wields a lightsaber. To believe he has the Force. He is uh, J3DI, which, if you look at it, looks like Jedi. Uh, Sentinel's like a stormtrooper. Slingshot is a Ugnot riding a droidica, which is just... Yeah! That's just the coolest. I, I love, love that. that design. I love that um, a lot. That's that's kind of badass. I wish he was like in a movie or something. Yeah, I I hear my thoughts after seeing this, Tim. Mm-hmm. Um, I love these character designs. I'm really fascinated with just like the personalities and and sort of you know whatever that comes with like who these folks are. I'm never. I'm not going to play this game. This is not my kind of game. Oh, I'm going to play it. I'm going to be very bad at it. Uh, yeah, I just I don't I'm just not interested. Like when I get home and I want to like play something, I just want to like immerse myself in a story or do like a thing. Like I don't want to like I, I'm just competitive gameplay is just not my thing. I think. Yeah, me, me so, neither for the most part. Yeah. Um, unless the game is fun to lose at. Sure, that makes which sense. Which I thought Battlefront Two did a really good job of that. Where I would play that and I would die like most of the time. Sure. But like as even when I'm dying, I'm like, it's like playing with my toys and, you know, the, the Star Wars. That makes it, sense. You know, it kind of felt more like it didn't really feel like I'm participating besides the story stuff we did. It didn't yeah. feel like I was participating in a Star Wars story so much as I was, you know, seven years old in my backyard playing with my action yeah. figures. Kind yeah, of thing, yeah, yeah. You know, that makes, it's like, like, oh, I, it's Darth I Vader. I understand and it. You know, it's Darth Vader and he's fighting Luke Skywalker or it's Darth Maul fighting, you know, Ray. Like, it's yeah. just, you know, you just like, who cares? It's, those are the toys I have Care right now. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just it there is a. Even if you're like not talking to other people, a social interactivity that comes with playing multiplayer games that I just don't think I am interested in investing time into. I see. Um, I don't know. I don't know. There's like, I, I feel like there is an obligation to either be good if you're playing a, a, a game with other people or to like perform when you're playing against somebody like you want to be, I just, that tension, there's a, there's an energy that I just don't want to provide in a game that requires me to like be on for someone else. That's the that's the other nice thing about Battlefront Two is there's no voice chat. Yeah, that is nice. So literally, I do no like one that. can. Yeah, I do like. It's like that. no, just let me do my thing. It makes it annoying, but I mean, people can still use Discord or whatever they want. But yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. Um, but uh, it's nice when you're just a solo player. Battlefields include Hoth, Endor. No, uh, yeah, inspired by. Off and Endor and other places. So it looks like we'll yeah, there's, have like um, arenas. Yeah, they're all like arenas. One of them feels like 
like Tatooine-esque the first one they show off and also like they're pod racers in part of this trailer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh it's like the establishing shots. Yeah, there's yeah. like stuff going on. Like yeah, it's just it's just arena combat and they just yeah. have different arenas. That's all. Um but I don't know how much it'll be. I don't know how much I would pay for this game. If it's 60 bucks, it doesn't look like a $60 game. No, I don't think it is. I wonder Oh, I don't want this for Star Wars either, but I wonder if this is going to be like a free-to-play thing with loot boxes and cosmetics and like things like that that you pay for. Oh, I could see them doing that. Yeah. Me too. I feel like that's the kind of thing that this sort of game model does a lot, so I don't know. Um, so yeah, shall we, uh, I had a big thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have any other news stuff that's, like, important to talk about here, Yeah, I mean, not much has happened in the Thanksgiving, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) It's like, I don't have much. Um, yeah, so, um, I don't know if anyone's been following the... Uh, what's it? The Galactic Cruiser or whatever the, Galactic the hotel. Galactic Cruiser. Uh-huh. The hotel. Star the, Cruiser or just Cruiser? Yeah, something like that. The Star Wars hotel that Disney's uh, making. It's Star um, Cruiser. Star Cruiser. Um, I It made some news a few months ago when they announced the pricing because it's just insane. Uh, for two people, it's $4,800. Uh, for a family of four, it's 6000 um, it's a two night stay, so that's basically twelve hundred dollars a night per person for two people. That's cr- it's crazy. It's um, crazy. Yeah, so it's just insane. So you're like, all right. I think I looked it up. It's like it's something like it's on par with a with like the most expensive one, like about. Okay. Um, I think that's like the the Grand Floridian. I'm not sure about the Grand Californian. I'm sure the prices yeah. differ, but um, and uh, yeah, so it made news, and everyone's like, "Oh, well, it must be really awesome." And I just kind of filed it away as a that sounds like something that's really cool that I'm just never gonna do. Uh, you know, I'm like, that's yep, not ever gonna be anything I do. Um, well, the last week or so was it one or two weeks? Yeah, uh, they've started Recent. doing like some get they like bringing some guests on. And so there have been like reports of like, oh, this is how it is. Uh, and also Disney's really stepped up the marketing on it. Uh, so you've got like your your advertisements and you have um, a couple people doing like reviews like, oh, we've been to the hotel. Here's we went how it is. And here's what we saw. Yeah. Um, and oh, boy, the advertisement they dropped was. Uh- one of the worst things I have ever seen. <laughs> it uh, it felt extremely like mid nineteen nineties Disney. Is this is this this is the video that you sent me that they posted and then removed? Yeah, it was originally posted on on Disney Parks YouTube channel. And it then had the they, kid from that show. What's that the show? The Goldbergs is what they yeah, said. Yeah, the Goldbergs. And, oh man. He was just like, Yes, I've seen these 
in 1990s Disney Channel commercials. And I will do this over the top, like way more over the top than it needs to be. And he's just like, he's like, oh, boy, I can barely contain myself. You yeah. know, like he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Gee, golly, I can come in here anytime. It's just like, oh, dude, I am exhausted but, 20 seconds into this. <laughs> so what do you think of like uh, what it looks like uh, and like the experiences that they do? Tim, I. Uh, what? OK, one, I th- I will never spend. I will never spend the money to do this. I don't have the money to do this. I don't have I can't justify spending the money to do this. Tim, this sounds this looks like fun to me. Really? The idea of well, okay, so I also have not yet been to Galaxy's Edge. Like that is the thing that has not happened. I just Mm -hmm. again, like finding the the time and the and the funds to justify going and having a trip like this is just not something that's like been in my budget recently. So I have not I have not done that. And like this is on that same this is way more expensive. Um ridiculously expensive not something i'm gonna spend money on but uh the idea of like low-key larping in star wars for a couple days is kind of fun um no i i i can agree with there that. are things that the show idea... up in this trailer that i'm like or not trailer things that are in these like bits of advertising that they're doing that like I feel like I could really get into or enjoy, but also I don't know if I could be like, it's also performative, right? Like LARPing is performative, right? I don't know. I, that's the thing. Like I wouldn't want to, if I just wanted to like have a vacation that had a star Wars theme, I wouldn't want to engage with a lot of the stuff that they're doing here. And on the other hand, like I'm not, I'm not someone who's into like, like the live action role play thing. And I feel like I feel like if you're that kind of person, if you're willing to be like, oh, I I am going aboard this star cruiser and I'm going to be a character that exists in this Star Wars narrative that's happening. Like. I get that this is going to be like a fun thing. I just I know myself. I know that the minute that I'm like part of a lightsaber demonstration where some host or some person is like you random audience member come up here and do this no no i don't that's not this is not my bag like i'm not sure that this is something that i'm going to like get entertainment out of but like conceptually it's a very fun idea i like the idea of like turning star wars into a ren fair so that's what i'm saying is yes you keep saying conceptually and the idea of i think it's a fascinating idea i I don't think it works i agree with that part that yes uh, it it looks it's a good idea and yeah. conceptually, it's a good idea. But, like, who's this for? The execution of this is what I'm talking about. Is what I think we that the, got. That commercial, that that video in particular is bad, but I don't know if that means that, like, the experience is bad. Did you see the other, the other, so I sent you three videos. I saw the, I saw the, uh, yeah, I saw all three of them. I watched okay. the lightsaber training one so with the, that one guy. I the thought light, that was cool. We'll start with the lightsaber training. Yeah, okay. Let's start The there. lightsaber training is a lightsaber that one you do not get to keep. No. Um is not that interesting to to look at. It's just kind of a yep, here's one of the it looks like one of the cheaper 
force effects ones. Like it's not, it's like the, Oh, here's the basic one. And it's just kind of like a metal bar and yeah. a blue yeah. light. Um, and it's literally like a light. It's a, it's just kind of a flashlight in the wall. See, this and is it the shoots, problem. It this shoots like a little beam. for like a 10 year old or a exactly. If I was like 10 That's years old, I'd love So here's this. what I'm saying. It's but it costs six thousand dollars. So much, it's not worth it to go for a family of four, and it's like a light bulb. This in the in the wall. Yeah, as you're going through, you know, like that's the lightsaber training. That this is that's what for you got. That ten year olds of rich parents for ga- at Galaxy's Edge, you can go to another planet and build your own lightsaber for a total of. Probably just under four hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. That's so, still a lot. Also, that's a lot. But this is but six thousand forty eight hundred, and that's one of the experiences that you get. Um, not worth. Like I could never um, justify this. I could never justify one this. of the the guy in the IGN video. Yeah, uh, he's talking about one of like the experiences that he had. Where they find Chewbacca and have to build a human shield around him. Yeah. Which is yeah. like one for my. I wonder, I wonder if they could come up with like, there are a million different ways you could go about. This is like playing a D&D campaign, right? Like your GM yeah. comes up with this great plan of like, OK, here is this is the situation you need to get through. You can solve this problem however you want. And they were like, let's form a human shield. Yeah, it was. Um, I don't know if that's how it was, but based on everything else, it sounds like there were maybe three or four paths you could have gone down. Yeah. And one of them was hide Chewbacca behind your behind frail your, back? your frail human bodies. <laughs> um, <laughs> Someone, some giant in a Chewbacca costume crouching down under yeah. like the five foot tall woman who was trying to hide him. It, um, it, it was very, uh, not, I don't but know. Like, I'm just like, it doesn't sound good. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how this, the things are set up, but, yeah, it just was. The, it, I don't. I don't. I don't think the ju- the cost justifies anything. Yeah, that's the that's the issue. Is you're you're, you're charging crazy ho- like crazy hotel prices, and the product is. I thought the bridge kind of looked like it was made by Fisher Price. Yeah, it did not look like a Star Wars bridge. Like, yeah, there's a moment in that in one of those videos where she's like, "Oh yeah, you can." You can press all the buttons and do all the things. I was like, none of that does anything. Like, yeah. none of those buttons mean anything. Like, it would be different if every button had a function. I knew what that function was and, like, could see a result of that thing. But no, it's just lights that turn on and off and you can flick switches. And that's fun. But, like, that doesn't do anything. When when we already have Galaxy's Edge. Uh-huh. Yeah. And... Pretty much everything in Galaxy's Edge looks better, both yeah, like aesthetically doing? and it's just it was it's not it's I would say it's a disappointment if I ever thought I was going to go. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not disappointed. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to go to this. But like. It's just like, oh, man, this doesn't look good. <laughs> like, I feel it, like 
maybe like, if it was a three hundred dollar people... experience. Yes. Like yeah, if it was like within a a reasonable pricing range that I could afford, I I might be a lot more on board. But knowing that it's thousands of dollars, it's I can't no no. Yeah. I can't. I'll, um, this is for people who money like that is disposable, and right. that's not who. I don't know. I, I just the, so it'll do really well for a, a year or two. That's kind of like the people the sad who can thing. justify spending yeah. that money will have a good time. Uh, I mean, I don't know if they'll have a good time. I think people those. I, I imagine that people that are willing to spend that money for something frivolous oh, like this. That was the other thing. The IGN review was like, uh, the the rooms are really small. Yeah. But I'm barely in the room anyway. It doesn't matter. And it's just like, yeah. uh, I, if I'm buddy, paying $6,000, I don't want buddy. four people basically sleeping on top of each other. You know, <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. That it's so it's so silly. It's yeah. But anyway, I was very excited. Um, and then, yeah, it got such a negative reaction on YouTube, even though there's no more dislike button. Uh, Disney pulled it. So the the <laughs> um, if you go to Disney Parks, yeah. it's no longer on their YouTube. But um, oh, yeah, I saw that people have um, downloaded it and it. saved it and reposted it just because it's so it's the just the the uh the video itself is so cringeworthy if and this was an expansion of galaxy's edge and didn't cost me an arm and a leg i kind of is much... well yeah i like the, the itinerary... idea of like they they go to batu and you yeah. could like get off the ship and That's like, like there's cool stuff there. I don't know. Did they run out of money or like what happened? I don't know. Um, because it it. Yeah, because, yeah, you, you think... park, you park in a spaceport and then you ride a shuttle to space, basically. Um, yeah. And that's how you get on the cruiser. That's I, I like I is, think yeah. you're right. Like we're going to I'm going to go back to this word again. But I think I think I think consumption. There's so many good ideas here. Right. Right. And they just feel so poorly executed. Um, yeah. And like there's the other thing is the cantina looks pretty cool, although it does look more. It looks more like a mix of the Enterprises. Um, like, yeah, cantina and uh, what's his name? Uh, Dryden Bosses from. Oh, Solo. yeah. It looks okay. kind of like a mix of those two. Uh, so that didn't look bad, although the, There's the a singing part was really strange. In, in one ad. of those videos, like more than once, which is just like a very ritzy alien character in like a white suit, like raising their glass. And that feels super oh, yeah. Canto Bite to me. Yeah, no, I wished I actually wish that they had leaned into the Canto Bite. Me too. Could you imagine if it was like that? Like I think that I mean, but especially for the price point, like lean people, into Ritzy Star Wars. Yeah, lean into like, oh, this is you know basically Monaco in space. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it. Yeah, there's other ways you could have gone about it, but there uh, are things here that I want to like, and the more we talk, the more I'm like, this is bad. Yeah, like the idea is really cool. 
Yeah. Um, I guess I don't know if they just if COVID hit the funding really bad. Like, oh, we can't, you know, or what I happened. Like, I feel like who's the guy who's in charge of Disney now? Bob Chopek? Is that his name? Yeah. I feel like if we were talking to the theme park, this guy's, they'd be like, oh, it's this dude. Like, he's the guy who's, like, in charge now, who had a fingers in, like, theme park stuff in the past, and it's all been pretty, like, misinformed. Uh, I'm sure that they might get into this at some point, but um, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's disappointing. Like, the idea of... The idea of I said like Star Wars Ren Fair earlier, which like feels disparaging, but the idea of just like like LARPing Star Wars for a day is really fun to me. Yeah, that's fun. You can kind of do that in uh Galaxy's. I know Edge, that the park has like some yeah, some extent of that. Like I've had like full on conversations about with stormtroopers. Yeah. You know. But like I also I also feel like And Vimerati. Um, Mirandi, yeah. Mirandi, I feel, I feel like she's in the park, and she'll, she'll, she'll kind of cosplay with you, or not cosplay, but she'll role play with you. Like, yeah, I, I love the potential of this, but I feel like there's still a very different feeling between like, like a Ren Fair and Disneyland, you know, in like how like the immersion people are putting into it, like. There's a there's a thing about like going to a Ren fair where people are all like dressed up in costume and are like getting into it that that is like without judgment. And I feel like if you wanted to be the super immersive person at Galaxy's Edge, everybody else around you is like, what is this guy doing? Why is he talking to these people like they're. Ah, no. I just, I, I imagine the, the I th- I feel like the average person. This is the th- this, it's the same as like it's here's, the same. Here's as the like, difference. Here's the difference though is every single person that's standing in Galaxy's Edge. I don't care if it's their like hundredth time or their first time is they feel like they're ten. Like they. That's feel interesting to me because it's fascinating to me because I imagine that like people going to Disneyland and ending up at, Va- at Galaxy's Edge are as frequent as like the people who show up at a movie theater to figure out what movie they're going to go watch. Oh no. Like I... like we we talk about I I don't know that it's like come up in like something we've talked about, but we both worked in movie theaters for a really long time. And there's that there's that thing of like especially with Marvel movies where you have people who are like plugged in even if it's just like watching the new trailers coming out. Right. That are totally disengaged from like the everyday fan who just shows up and goes to see a Marvel movie. I don't disagree with that. What I'm saying is when you go and you're in Batu, you don't need to know who Vi Morandi is. But you I don't think, need to know. You just feel like you're watching Star Wars separate, again for the first time. I think there's a separate level of like, like going and feeling like you're a child in this like immersed in this world and then engaging with it the as if right. you're immersed in this right world. but my point is is they're not good those people who feel like they're 10 and they're playing in star wars again they may not want to go up and talk to people but they're not going to look at the person who is going up and talking That's to people like that yeah I, they're I just, just gonna I be just, like oh yeah I, he's maybe this is just my own self-consciousness coming in here where like i i 
role playing and talking to someone in Galaxy's Edge as if I'm part of the universe would be anxious. I don't know. Would just be like self-conscious about like, is it weird that I'm pretending that I like belong on Batu right now? Only if you're like hitting people or something, then yes, please don't. Don't don't role play please that you're on the dark anything. side. Don't like yeah, I think if you're just I, I'll talking... be like that little girl who bowed before Vader at the at the lightsaber yeah. ceremony. But yeah, if you're if you're just like full on role playing, they'll the cast That's members will, will play along with you. I love that. I just I just don't feel like it's it doesn't feel encouraged in the same way that it might feel in other spaces. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, like it's not. Like it's like in I think in Ren Fairs, sometimes you feel like you're weird not doing you it. You almost feel obligated yeah. at a Ren Fair. Which that seems worse to me. You think Because you so? were just talking about so. how you're like, oh, I don't want to have no, to you're participate. Right. You're right. I would if if it was like, no, this is for hardcore lo- like yeah. role players only, I would also have a problem with that. So you're right. And yet I'm still gonna complain, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I don't know. I just yeah, if if it wasn't if it wasn't this astronomical price that I will never be able to achieve, like I would be more interested, maybe. I mean, you this could is something that I, I this you is just, something I have yeah. a lot of fun with, like with my siblings, probably. Yeah. Like uh, my siblings are not nearly as into Star Wars. I think as, I'm as, fortunate as I am. Um my brother is my sister. One of my sisters likes it enough. Um, yeah. She's working her way through Clone Wars right now with her fiance. Dope. Um, so that's cool. Um, You're not the oldest, right, Tim? I am the oldest. Yes. You are the oldest. That's I'm the oldest of six. Okay. Um, but yeah, so it's. Maybe uh, I just got lucky. I think all my sisters are into Star Wars. Yeah, I just did a terrible job. That's what happened. <laughs> um, or they saw me and they're like, oh, I mean, be Morgan, like that nerd. Morgan didn't watch the Star Wars movies with me until I think we watched the whole lot of them right before Force Awakens came out. And that was the first time she'd seen most of them. But like it worked out in my favor. Yeah. So Grace. Uh, no, actually, Grace has gotten much more into Star Wars. That's cool. Uh, since her her husband is very into Star Wars, they nice. rewatched them all, and I loved that she's. I uh, went I went to her when she got married uh, a few years ago. Um, we uh, her her phone went off and it was a Tauntaun screaming. Nice. And I'm like, you love Tauntauns uh, too. I love rules. Tauntauns. Tauntauns are the best. Yeah, they yeah they make a weird funny sound. They do make a weird sound. There's a very good. I don't know. I always think about this when I think about Tauntauns, but there's a very good Bill Hader. Yes. Tauntaun impression video out there. Yeah, he does that one. He does Jabba. He yeah, he's really good. Uh, Very good. Again, one of my cast members that I would put in the Star Wars holiday special. Yes, absolutely. um, Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's another he'd do a good. That's Harvey Corman uh, character. Yeah. doing all the different ones but um yeah so i don't know i just think the for the price they they should have done a lot better i think we're like rehashing at this point but um yeah i don't really have much more to like elements that i would change 
Like, I would probably make the bridge a lot more... Well, like, the that's the weird thing about Star Wars, is, like, the action of, like, the ship... Or the action of the movies don't really take place on the big starships, really. Yeah, here's the thing, right? Like... Yeah. My implication watching this is that you're staying at this hotel and you're not leaving the hotel for two days. No, you do. You go down to Batu. You can go down to Batu. That's true. And it's but really like, two nights because you get there in the evening. Okay. And then you leave. So, so like basically Friday night you get in. You get there you Friday Sunday night. Morning. You have all day Saturday and then you leave Sunday. Yeah. Evening. Okay. Sunday morning. Sunday they morning. Ki- they kick you out at like nine or ten. Ah. Okay, so it's like a tight. Uh, it's like a. It's like a thirty-five hour window. Thirty-six yeah, hour something window, like that. Like a tight yeah. little thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. The moment they were like that, you were saying in that earlier video. There's that video where they're like the rooms are really small, but there's so much to do, and I'm just like, yeah. But you're still in the hotel. Yep. For that long, and yeah, it's. There's, I, I do strongly like the itinerary online, reading the itinerary. Oh, I haven't even looked at that. It's uh, hang on. I'll just pull it up here. Oh, boy. So, OK, yeah, let's just work through the highlights here. Yeah, we have them experience highlights. So the the first there's a picture here on the website. Um, we'll we'll use some of these in the if you follow us on Instagram. Actually, I might or, just use this picture for the. This like first one with the diner. Yeah, so the, we'll there's see. a picture of a diner. And, find one. and it looks very Star Wars until you, like you said, you'd make it not a Ren fair. Yeah. Um, and just everyone's just dressed in their touristy clothes, and now it just looks like a diner. It's just a cafeteria. But if you look at the image, it's like, oh yeah, this is so Star Wars because everyone's like an alien or a Twi'lek or uh huh. Um. One thing that I hope that they do have is I've seen in a couple of these concept photos, there are like, it looks like hats that make you a Twi'lek. Oh. And I don't know why they don't have that already. Yeah, that sounds like, that's great. I like that. Because they just give you Leku. And you could do Togrudas too. And it would yeah. make it would make walking around gal- uh, like Galaxy's Edge look cooler. Because like some people are There should be, cool. there and- should be like... I don't think minimalist is the right word, but I'm going to use it. Minimalist Star Wars costumes that are just like, here's just enough to make you look like an alien species. That'd be perfect. Yeah. Even if it's just like a mask or, you know, Leku or horns or, you know, something silly. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 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 Would be. Yeah. That'd be nice. Or here's blue face paint. Put this on quickly. Yes. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's that. Then we have the aforementioned lightsaber training, which is just a light in the wall. Uh Uh-huh. Um, that you have to move your stick through. Um. Oh, you know, you know, okay, sorry, again, to, I guess light moves too fast for you to, like, change the color of the light so you have to intercept it before the, like, blaster bolt reaches you. Oh, yeah, that's not how, yeah. That's not how light works. That's how, that's not even, that's the blasters do not move at the speed of light. No, no, they don't. But like also, but like light, the, I was going off the direction that this thing already worked. I was like, what if you just splash a red in there and you have to blast that? But you can't, like, that's not how that works. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, 
Yeah. There's ways they could have done it. I was even trying if they to think had of, have, like, how do you improve this, you know? They could have had it, like, have it be, like, from a remote. It could still be light or something, but have it shoot from... A moving thing? Like a little drone? Like yeah, a like a little drone? drone that moves around like, like Luke does. Yeah. Even that is more interesting than a light in the wall. I agree with that. You know, or... And then have it be, Maybe like, a laser. Or, it, it's cost, I, <laughs> Like Disney doesn't have the money to spend. Yeah, well, it's also $1,200 a person. It costs to go here. Like, you, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> Uh, the next one is bridge training. Uh huh. Which that, that could be cool. I just didn't. I even like the, the concept seems kind of cool. It reminds me of that um, Star Trek bridge crew VR game. This doesn't look like the bridge of any ship I've seen in Star Wars. No, it doesn't. Um, but eh, still, you can <laughs> push buttons, pull levers. Yeah, seems kind of cool. And then the screen. There's stuff happening on screen, so. Theoretically, maybe it's like a Kobayashi Maru situation. I, I am really mixing my Star Trek and Star Wars. Yeah, today, how dare but, you? Um, Get out of here. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it seems okay, but then you see the what, what you actually get. So, like, the concept art seems cool. What we actually got, everything seems very cheap and plastic. Yeah. Which, if this was, again, if this was Star Trek and it looks cheap and plastic, I'd be like, yes, perfect. You know, like, and it's I'm talking, I'm talking original series, not like, like, yeah, next generation, uh, or even, yeah, next generation can still get away with some cheap and plastic. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it 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 just doesn't look, it just doesn't look great. No. Um, and then Planet Excursion to Batu. So that's they include the price of a Disneyland ticket, but you basically can only go. Uh, but to, or I guess uh, Hollywood Studios because it's Florida. Oh, um, bad. And they have you, they have you do both the rides basically, um, which is cool. It's that I think that's cool. Um, especially that's probably like the highlight of the experience is going down, oddly enough, <laughs> to the much cheaper. But like you know, you're going on the on the shuttle to get down there. You know, yeah, and that I, seems kind of cool. I wonder how immersive all of this ends up being right like yeah the idea of like getting to the landing bay and getting in the shuttle that's going to take you up to this star cruiser and like i i mean you're not there's no experience of motion this isn't a ride it's not like you know, getting on the elevator at Tower of Terror or whatever. Like, there isn't a, a a movement, a sense of movement that is achieved beyond what is on these video screens. And therefore, I don't know. Like, I, I, I think, I think if you got immersive enough, I would, I would, I would never be on board with this price point anyway. If I had the money to do this, I think that I could suspend my disbelief more. But it's such an absurd amount of money. That's the issue. That's really the issue. Okay, so let's look at the itinerary. You've got launch pod to Star Cruiser. Yeah. About 15 minutes. Uh, ship orientation, that's about 30 minutes. Light refreshments, uh, oh. another 30 minutes. Uh, Tabak lessons. That's that seems fun. cool. 
Although I have some Sabacc cards, I've just never played them with anybody. Um, there's something that's just called Muster. Muster. Yeah, that's... Um, we're going to grab everyone together. We're make sure everyone from all the groups are together so that when the captain's reception happens... Let's see. Okay. So that's it like... It only has to happen once. Yeah. It's not really a thing, but... Okay. It's Muster. Put it in. It's... Yeah. 30 minutes gets I, get everyone I together. I spot Glustons probably break into smaller groups. Yeah, That's my probably. Because muster right. is like a gathering of everything. Then why not just make the Sabak lessons an hour? I, I, I um. Anyway, not everyone's <laughs> reading the thing off the thing. But yeah, and then the captain's You're right. reception. I will share this for people. Yeah, captain's reception for 30 minutes. Um, And then dinner featuring live music. That's cool. Ooh, that is kind of cool. An hour and a half with live live Star Wars. You got you to gotta figure they're going to play some jizz. Yeah. Um. Maybe even a little bit of Jedi Rocks. I'll be the loud guy in the back of the concert. Play Jedi Rocks! Ah. Just screaming. I have a question about this next part. Unexpected story moment. So this is... Well, so so there's a, there's a 15-minute out-of-rim regalia. Which, like, I wonder if this is a thing. This is clearly a moment that is meant to be interrupted by this quote-unquote unexpected story moment. Like. So, Outer Rim Regalia, I looked it up. Uh Uh-huh. It's basically like, uh, it's supposed to be like, uh, what's the thing that happens at Comic-Con every year? Um, Where they show off all the cosplay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a cosplay contest. Yeah, uh, so I think you're supposed to be like, oh, here's my costume, and then it's like a contest. Yeah, um, Tim, do you think it ruins the experience to show when the unexpected story moments are going to happen in the itinerary? Uh, so it says sample itinerary. Okay. It's not oh! every. It's not oh! everyone. I love the idea of unexpected story moments actually not being on the schedule. That's fun. Well, they said there's an unexpected story. Well, maybe it is more like that because it's just like, oh, this interrupts the regalia. Yeah. Yeah. Because, um, like, imagine you go, like, I think it's so much more interesting as a fan, as a person attending to go to an event to be like, oh, they're doing this like costume, this costume judging contest or something. And you go down there and all of a sudden, oh, no, this like smuggler thing is happening. It's more immersive. I feel like you'd probably want to give some people a heads up just for any sort of I'm sh- accommodations, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's also um, true. That makes it tough. Yeah, but uh, you're right. But yeah, uh, but yeah, I think the unexpected one, like, oh, this is the crazy one that just sort of happens, uh-huh. um, and then the other two that we get on the next day are like, okay, like we. Because the unexpected story moment happened, these are the two times that we're going to resolve. Yeah, these ones don't say unexpected. These are story moments. So I think, like, unexpected story moment is, like, act one of whatever story you end up with. Yeah. And then you get act two and act three. Um, And then you get some bridge training. Um, So you learn how to fly the, what is it, the Hyceum? Um, Halcyon? The Halcyon, that sounds right. Um, and then yeah, it's the Halcyon Star Cruiser. There you go. 
And then you get some special atrium entertainment. Oh. For 15 minutes. Um, which is also during bridge training. So day um, one. That's day one. 1 p.m. to 8.45 p.m. Yes. And then I assume they expect you to go to bed. Or... They must because breakfast is at 7. seven you to get eight. to Batu at 8.15. Dear Lord. Oh, and that's why they get you. You're basically there like right when the park opens. Yeah, stuff happens at 9.30. That's the story moment is at 9.30 a.m. Dear Lord. Okay. You do rise the resistance for 15 minutes. You get like right off rise the resistance. This must happen during. Yeah. So it's about. No, you got 45 minutes for rise the resistance. And yeah. What do you, you get do 40, during you that? Get 45 minutes for rise the resistance. You get this moment and then you get on smugglers run. So what do they say? Because you, what if you're like part of the 845 group and you're done at like 850? I guess you explore. Batu. You gotta wait till 10. You explore Batu and then they're like, OK, everyone meet at the. Whatever, at 930. Yeah. Because it's got to happen on Batu. Oh, true. Yeah, that's true. The story moment has to happen for people that are like around. I wonder if they have like multiple groups. They're like, okay, how many people can get on Rise of Resistance at a time? Um, per, gosh, it is like probably nine max per little cart. So 18 per group okay i believe that seems about right um maybe the story moment i mean the story moment time is a 20 minute window on this itinerary but maybe you have like each wave of the ride has a different set of i don't know how many cast members this seems to be cast members i don't know how many people can stay in this hotel at a time What's the Maybe like occupancy? Hang on. Yeah, I don't know. And then, so like, yeah, yeah this is we were right that this story moment is Act Two because you're basically deciding what to do, and then whatever you decide is the final story moment. Do we want to talk about what these story moments are? So we talked about one of them was like, oh, we have to hide Chewbacca. It was an that's, unexpected that's, story that's, moment. That's this first one, the unexpected yeah. one. Prove your mettle to join an elite smuggling ring or hide a stowaway to help the resistance. Right. Those are interesting choices because neither so of hide those a stowaway siding to help, with... Hide a stowaway to help the resistance. Stowaway would be Chewbacca. Right. Yeah. Prove and your the... mettle to join an elite smuggling ring doesn't sound like the first order choice, though. That's no, it's not like What's it's not like story? pick which it's not like pick which one. Oh, oh, they're you two get, different stories. They're two different stories. You either get this story or that story. Right, 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 right. That's cool. The idea that okay, again, would never spend this amount of money. The idea that you could go back and have a different story next time is cool. Yeah. Um, I'm sure they and I'm sure they would add more as you go on. As time so, goes on. Not always yeah. the same one. So yeah, and then so if you get the stowaway mission it looks like you get the arrange to steal a ship from the first order and yeah. then your final Whereas story moment you... is bring the stolen ship aboard and watch out for the first order yeah i like uh, i like that the other the smuggling ring one is just a heist story you can broker a deal for a heist at the first story moment 
and then put the play heist plan into action for the second. And right. like I that's that's fun. So the next day you spend basically from eight to twelve forty in the park. Because it looks like lunch is at lunch is in uh Batu from for thirty yeah. minutes. From eleven fifteen to eleven forty five. Bay seven food and cargo. Um, and then you're back on the Star Cruiser for lightsaber training, droid racing competition. That's fun. You build a model I'm ship, just... and then a Sabak tournament, which seems fun. I I love these things on the itinerary, but if if there is a narrative plot that is supposed to be unfolding, taking a break for lightsaber training and then a droid racing competition, like yeah. doesn't work for me. <laughs> Maybe some of these are not like, oh, you have to do it in this order. Maybe. Like, I'm maybe maybe there is just naturally downtime. Like, oh, maybe I want to spend a little time. longer. Maybe yeah. this is travel time, right? We're on a ship that is traveling through space. So maybe, but like, you have on. your stuff that happens on Batu, and then here's, you're going somewhere else. Here's three story moments. But if okay. you want to take a shuttle to Batu, you can do it before that, and you can skip Sabak lessons or or Sabak lessons are going on the whole time, and sure. you can just kind of come in and all out. All of these things are always happening. Except the captain's reception is always at this time, or but you, you have know, yeah dinner is yeah. served from this time to this time. That makes sense. Then maybe that's more because it's like, well, what if I wanted to, you know. What if I needed longer than 30 minutes to build a model ship or I really want to yeah. do a Sabak tournament? You know, I don't know. Um, Complicated. But. um, The dining looks fine. At least the fine. food's all inclu yeah. included, which is good. That is. I mean, for that price, um, I would hope so. Unlike. Uh, unlike uh, Batu. You are encouraged to dress up. But you have because, to buy your own costumes. Yeah, of course. But it's just interesting that you, you are allowed to, which is nice. Um, Yeah. There's a... But yeah, so anyway. I, you kind of get our feelings. I want to like this. I, I want too. to like this, Tim. They'd have to do a lot of stuff, though, to make it better. Yeah. Even as like a dream, like, oh, here's, you know... Oh, I'd love to do this someday, but it's like I'm not even there, you know. Yeah, I'm yeah, not even exactly. at like, you know. I really want to go to this. I'm just like, I can't wait to laugh at this on YouTube, you know, or whatever. Like, however we get to see it. Um, yeah, it's sad. But okay, they can't all be they can't all be winners. And at least this isn't you know anything huge. It's just a resort. It's so expensive. Yeah. Yeah, but hey, Galaxy's Edge is still there, and like I said, much, much, it's a fraction of the price, and I think it's a great, even though it's a section of both parks, it's like, it's great. You'll, you'll have been there before people hear this episode where we're ragging on the yeah, Star Cruiser. Yeah, recently. Well, not, I won't be at the Star Cruiser, no. No, I'll be at, no, no, I'll no, have no, been no, back no, to no, Batu. No. I, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, I got a, I got some business deals to make. Got some, <laughs> Some goods to retrieve. Tim, if you... I hate... I don't want to ask this question because I don't have an answer, but... Right. If you lived in the Star Wars universe, what do you think you'd be doing? 
probably be a slave. That like odds bad. being. I mean, I know never tell you the odds, but I'm like, let's like realistic. That's probably what I'd end up doing. The huts, you just don't mess with the huts. You're the worst. You Why know am that? I the worst? I just yeah. statistically, the Luke Skywalkers are very small percentage of that universe. I you don't have to be Luke Skywalker to not be a slave. I just think I would probably that's probably what I'd end up. Because you got to figure it's not really up to like statistically the people that have the force are also a very small percentage. So I'm probably not going to end up with the force. Uh, that doesn't. People die a lot. Um, so hopefully I'm not dead. Uh, there are bookstores in the Star Wars universe. There's libraries. They're library. I, I, I think I would work with Madame Jocasta. I would hope so. That'd be fun. I could run the Jedi archives. You could. I mean, they have droids for that too. But, but you need you need there you need you need that human touch. That's kind of racist. Rodian, <laughs> it is. I know. Can't this... do it. <laughs> that Rodian touch. Yeah. I meant human in the like hominoid species. The, ex- the extremely uh, human centric. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. human. Yeah. I yeah. Think... Human means any. I was going to say bipedal species, but I'm sure there are sentients that aren't bipedal. I mean, huts. Huts. They're not bipedal. Dude, Doug's count is bipedal. They walk on their hands, but it is no, two, they're two they're, hands. They're their, they're their legs. <laughs> Again, it's very human centric for you to call them hands. Those are their legs. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, you're right. They're f- their lower limbs are their hands. Do you call like monkeys have like opposable thumbs on all? They still hands and feet. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And but what decides it? You know, what decides it's a feet? It's it's the it's what it walks on. There's have they four hands? They're all hands. I mean, opposable. Th- we human centric hands yeah. are the ones with the opposable digit. That's my point. Is that yeah? Just because it's it looks like a hand doesn't mean it's a hand. You're. I mean, we could get the alien species get wild too. Yeah, that's why I really want to see a bathroom in Star Wars. We saw a toilet. They're called refreshers. That's what some people call them. That's like <laughs> correcting me. I'm like, they're called water closets, Tim. <laughs> um, water closet is a very good. I know that that's like a real world thing, but I yeah. do like that. So yeah, that's. But yeah, I still want to see. I mean, we see. I feel like the refresher is like the toilet. Yeah, I think so, if too. If you say, can I use the refresher? You're talking about the, the toilet. If you just used, like, if you just, like, went to, like, some fancy dinner with somebody and were like, where is the refresher? Do you think that they would know what you mean? Like, like you're talking about outside of Star Wars? Like, outside of Star Wars, yeah. Like. Oh, yeah, I think I think people can. 
if contact clues are yeah. good, refresher is a good idea term. That's why it was for good like, for, for Star Wars. Because it has yeah, to sound yeah, different yeah, yeah. than what someone would say on Earth. But you still need to get the context exactly what it across. Means. Yeah. yeah. Refresher. That's good. I think refresher is a good Star Wars term. Yeah. Um, I still don't. I thought you were going to ask. Do you think if you're at dinner in the Star Wars universe and you ask to use the refresher, is that a polite term? Or is that oh. like is that like saying I gotta use the crapper? You know, like <laughs> it's yeah. I think I think refresher's probably more polite. It sounds like it, right? Refresher sounds sounds polite. Yeah, like the restroom. No one oh. go in there to rest. Oh, here's the here's the question. You know how right. sometimes you call the bathroom the John? Yeah. What's the Star Wars name that means bathroom? Oh, yeah. It's the Luke. I don't know. It's the the Greedo. <laughs> Gotta use the Greedo. <laughs> Gotta use the Greedo. Poor Greedo. Oh, poor Greedo. <laughs> I mean, no one says poor John, right? Just a common. How about the? I gotta use the Jabba because I gotta use we the know Jabba. That, yeah, because like the the like John is such a common name in our like in, yeah. in English. Yeah. Um. Are there? But and you gotta figure Jabba's got to be a common name because they have to differentiate which Jabba you're talking about. Jabba, Jabba the Hut. Yeah. So I figured you're, Jabba you're must be a, a really That's common good. name. I need. Give me more Jabbas. Yeah. This is Jabba the Rodian. This is Jabba the Hammerhead. This is Are there Jabba the Human. <laughs> it's Jabba the Human. <laughs> Jabba the Human. Uh how many Do we have repeat names in Star Wars ever? Um Like Mace? I'm sure that they try very hard not to repeat names. I know there's two but... maces. Oh, there's two maces. There's Mace Windu and then there's Mace from the Ewok adventure movies. Which one day we Sorry, will do on God this podcast. Yeah. That's the only one I can think of that's duplicate. Um, I mean, Antilles as a ben. last name. Ben is used multiple times, right? Yeah, Ben's a good one. Because you got Ben Quadraneros, Ben Kenobi, Ben Solo. And I mean, Ben Solo. Ben Solo's named after Ben Kenobi or Ben Quadraneros. We're not sure which one. We're not sure which one. It could be think, either Ben. I honestly think it's more likely. Ben. I know you know it's, I know you think it's Quadraneros and I think you're wrong. I just don't know why they would name him after Kenobi. If, if he was going to be named after Kenobi, why would it not be Obi-Wan? Why would it be Ben? Because the, Han doesn't the care The only living person that Leia knows who knew him knew him by Ben. Well, he he knew, I mean two people. It's I just, said the it's only just living person. It's it's just weird because it it feels more like that's what Luke would name his kid. Which, yeah, I, mean, I agree with you. But it's not what Leia would. Leia would name it like Bale or. Oh yeah! Oh Bale! You know or um. Bale Kenobi. Uh, not Bale Kenobi. Sorry. Bale Solo. Bale Solo. Bale Solo. Or like, what if she named him after the hero of Scarif, Admiral Raddus? Raddus. I mean, we already have a plant. We already have a ship named Raddus, but yeah. Raddus Solo is Radis a great Solo. name. So yeah, I don't know. It's just Ben is such a. It just never sat right for me. I'm like she. She didn't even meet him. Right. That's like, true. She, That's she true. 
Um, Shit. And like when she when she calls him, she calls him Obi Wan Kenobi in the recording. She does. She calls him General Kenobi. Sorry, Wait, General Kenobi. She calls him General Kenobi. Maybe and then goes, help did me, Obi Wan Kenobi. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, and then like Han doesn't seem the kind that's like. I really like that old man. Like, there's nothing in that interaction that he had that he's just like, I want to name him after Obi-Wan. So that's... Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand it. I have I not think... spent the time... I feel like this requires, like, real... There's more... There's more evidence... There's more evidence against them naming him Ben than there is evidence against them naming him after Ben Quadraneros. See the prop here the the real the real frustrating thing here is like I bet you there exists like a good reason but as soon as they have to like explain it in something it sucks I don't think there's a good reason I don't think there's a good reason either I bet you no here's the thing I bet you that someone could come up with a good reason but doing that work and then explaining it sucks. Like the fact that you had to do that work is bad. That's what we've been doing, Gary. Last I know minutes. Tim. So, so here, the ultimate goal of this podcast is for me to make you like the idea that 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 Kylo Ren's real name is Ben. I don't. Well, I don't hate that his real name is Ben. I hate that his parents named him that. Is that makes sense? Fair. Like I don't think yeah, Ben no, no, so, no, no, no. like I, Ben I Solo know, is a I good know. name. I need to like bring you on board that his, that han was like i really want to name my son ben after I, but the, that's the thing like that's the thing is like like people who write content for star wars have to think about shit like this and make it work <laughs> no they have to think people who write have they have a worse job they have to think about stuff that yeah no it's yeah you're right you're right you're right you're right to make it work like they have to go okay someone didn't think this very is much why a, a this writer is before why, me didn't think very hard about this so now i have to think twice as hard about it this is this is why people have such a problem with last jedi right is like oh well luke would never no luke being abandoned on a planet like in isolation was an idea that came from force awakens that's not ryan johnson's fault he had to deal with that right but also, yeah, I don't know. No, they didn't Passing have to say he was abandoned. Not abandoned. That's, yeah. But still. He was like, alone on this. Why would, Why yeah. did he go into exile? Why did not, no yeah. one know where he went? Yeah. Um, But I, yeah, I, I get why people are like, well, he wouldn't run and hide. I'm like, well, literally, that's all he's known. But um, yeah, yeah you're, you're used to the EU Luke, which even I don't think the EU Luke went as far didn't cover luke this far in his age right tim when we decide to finally end the podcast we should do our last jedi episode and make that the burning of the pyre there you go that's actually perfect that'd be because <laughs> we got to do uh two ewok movies and a cartoon before that we do we have so um, much to do first yeah and light years to go before i sleep oh. um but yeah so anyway, um, I think that'll wrap up our banter episode. We've I been think we're so. now on, we've talked refreshers and uh, and I I and just Halcyon wanted to talk Star about Cruiser. and the Halcyon Star Cruiser, which oh boy, 
What kind um, of ship is the Halcyon Star Cruiser? Um, they Where never does really it come s- from? What is it legacy? Is it in Wikipedia yet? I don't know. Um, uh, Halcyon is a hotel. Halcyon was a Corellian MPO fourteen hundred star cruiser operated by Chandrilla Star. Oh, Chandrilla, that's interesting. Commanded by Captain Riola Keevan. Oh yeah, so they already do have the. There's like a little bit of thing. Oh, the jo- This is interesting. This is interesting. The uh, it was commanded by Captain Riola Keevan, and a note posted in Ogus Cantina was advertising a mechanic position aboard the ship. The job listing stated that applicants would need experience working specifically on an MPO-1400, which is the type of ship, and that the ability to speak Shrewuk would be beneficial. So, like, <laughs> that's, that's plot that shit. Sounds like they that's know. more shit. It sounds like they know they're going to have a stowaway. That's interesting. Yeah, huh? Um, Surprising. I want to see a picture of this. So this is so Oga's Cantina is the cantina on in Black Spire Outpost. Yeah. Um, this ship is pretty. Maybe I'll just use this picture. It is a cool ship. I like it. It kind of looks like a sleek um, blockade runner. It does. It's is, like halfway. It's, it's like a. It's almost Star Destroyer shaped, but it has the blockade runner face head. Uh, cockpit. Wait, does the Halcyon the Halcyon ship? Does the Halcyon does this? No, it can't take place. I'm Go trying. On. To, sorry, sorry. Um, I'm looking at the w- wiki here, and it looks like the Halcyon. Oh, never mind. It's the Star Cruiser. I was looking at the wrong one. Um, so the Starship first appears in the High Republic. Ah, so, yeah. I thought High the Republic Adventures number eleven. It says. Yeah. Um. No. First appearance. Halcyon Starship first appearance. So that's why I was thinking this. Does the, does the story take place during that era? Which I, I don't... guess need I need to read Halcyon Legacy one through four, one through three. Uh, because it's those are all High Republic stuff. Huh. Um, I think. Ooh. No, it's Marvel Comics. No, it doesn't come out. Uh, Halcyon number one doesn't come out till January twenty sixth of next year. This has got to be tied to the right. But you shit. have a Wookie Jedi on it. Uh, yeah, it's okay. So, and there's four Halcyon Legacy number one, number eleven, or the High Republic Adventures number eleven, which means that. Either this uh-huh. is a three hundred year old Star Cruiser. So now think- I'm like trying to figure out how this fits in lore. Because High Republic Adventures number eleven has the Halcyon ship in it. Yeah, I was also gonna say the the other one, the one that says Halcyon Legacy One. Yeah. Is part of the Halcyon Legacy comic mini series. That'll be coming out next year that has Buriaga in it. Buriaga Agabri from. Right. So this definitely takes place in the High Republic. So this is an old ship. It's got to be an old ship because you go to Galaxy's Edge, which is. And you go on 
part of your adventures take place during, like, after The Last Jedi. Which puts yeah. this ship at, like, 230 years old. Which is, like... Older than that, right? This is 200 years before Phantom Menace. So, 270 years old? Yeah. What's that equivalent? A seven, a, a cruise ship from the 1750s that we're to go on right now? Uh, oh, this luxury cruise on this 270-year-old uh, wooden merchant ship. 1851? No, 200, those would be the two biggest, um, the two biggest ships. But yeah, you're 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 looking at big pirate ship type ships. Oh, hey, is um, do you think do are there like historical recreations in the star? Like, it's like could oh, we should honor Anakin our history. Skywalker have gone on like a mock vacate not vacation field trip to to a model starlight beacon it like historical so starlight in looks, the way that i went to historical jamestown everything looks like kind of crap on the <laughs> galaxy's cruiser because it's kind of crappy in the star wars universe uh-huh and also it's all it's like a remake chewbacca plays Buryaga just because we're, we're racist yeah he looks like to Wookiees, he looks nothing like Buryaga. <gasps> but to us, we're like, ah, they all kind of look, you know, hey, Wookiee, Wookiee. It's better than putting a a, a, a Shandrian in there. That's true. <laughs> Chewbacca has so many jobs. Um, Masamita is Buryaga Agaburi. <laughs> yeah. Masamita. <laughs> I guess he's out of work, right? <laughs> yeah, we don't really see so. what he does after uh I'm looking at the HMS Grafton. Oh. Which was oh, a ship. Oh, tell me, Tim, about the HMS Grafton. Oh no, it's nothing. I just that's the ship I looked up to. Is that the 17 is that a 1750? Yeah, and it's, you know, three masts. Um a big old Oh. Yeah, like it's Look at this ship. Yeah, but that would be imagine someone now being like, we're going to go on a two-day cruise on this ship. <laughs> on this old battleship. <laughs> it's like, I feel like that's what they're saying in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. To go on this. Oh, it's very funny. They're like, oh, it's that's very nice. Funny. Very cool. Oh, they're going to, that lightsabers. Yeah. No one uses those anymore. You know, like it's a. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I they're love... going to have us work on the bridge. Oh, yeah, we have droids that do that now. We don't have to. No, no, no. It'll be like old times. Like, it's like a recreation. I like that idea. Yeah, the ship's super old. It's very funny. But, um, anyway, uh, now that we're looking at, um, <laughs> ships from his, his majesty's, uh, <laughs> yeah, his majesty's navy, uh, I think we just wrap it up. Have a, Thanks for joining us on this uh, 
banter episode. I know it's not really yeah. focused, but that's kind of the point of these ones. That's how these um, go. In two weeks, uh, make sure you subscribe because in two weeks we've got a really fun episode. I'm uh, hype. We got a good guest on. Actually, we we're just talking about the theme park. This guy's uh, yeah, Brian. Uh, Brian from Green. Park. Brian Green from Theme Park. This. Um, I was just a couple weeks ago on Dueling Genre Tonight, which is our Patreon yeah. show. You join Patreon, you hear uh, some other great shows. Uh, I've been on both of them recently. Um, yeah, so it's if dope. You, if you like uh, like kind of talk shows, I want to hear us and some of the other uh, Dueling Genre hosts talk about the the latest entertainment news. Dueling Genre uh-huh. Tonight uh, is available uh, for patrons. Um, and then uh, Dueling Genre Versus, which we have two Dueling Genre Versus shows going on. Um, we have uh, it's, it's Cass and Norman, right? Doing yeah, Cass and Norman are doing Miyazaki Madness right now, which is their lead up to the anime, the untitled anime podcast. The two of them are going to be doing in the new year. They're going through all of the uh, Miyazaki movies that Studio Ghibli has put out. Uh, one by one every other week on Saturdays or Sundays, I think is when those drop uh, coming up soon. I am going to be on an upcoming episode of that talking about Howl's Moving Castle, which I'm very excited about. Uh, and then alternating uh, in O'Connor. that feed. Yeah, is yeah. Chris O'Connor doing daredevil He's for doing daredevil, and both of us have been on separate episodes of that yeah i was on episodes one and two well not episodes podcast episode one talking about show episodes one and two yeah and i was on podcast episode i guess four three three i think four, you're on four. three Talk uh, about yeah because we're doing five and, and six five and yeah, six five and six uh-huh um That's and dope. that was a lot of fun uh revisiting that show has been it's so good. much has happened in the Marvel Universe since Daredevil Season 1 that it's fun to go back uh, yeah. and maybe even topical uh, if you're up to date maybe on the Marvel even stuff. even topical. Uh-huh. Uh, there may be some returning characters from Been that show. lots of rumors. Uh, also, also Chris, Chris, who's running that right now, is great. He does True Believers podcast, uh, which is the dueling genre resident Marvel show. So go check that out. Give them some love. It's a yep. lot of fun. A lot of fun. And, um, yeah, theme park, this is also fun, but we'll, I'm sure that we'll have to at least briefly bring up the, uh, hotel yeah. on the next episode. I, we'll have to, we'll have to poke um, Brian and see what his thoughts are. Um, because he's from, he, that's what he does. That's what he does. If, uh, if folks don't know Brian Green, but you are on the Dueling Genre Patreon, if you're on the Dueling Genre Patreon, I'd be shocked if you don't know Brian, but uh, Brian was one of the five people who uh, did the Scott Pilgrim Minute podcast and the origins of Theme Park This Lie within a Scott Pilgrim episode. So if you uh, want to dig into that and find out where that came from, uh, that was pretty late in that game. But me, Brian, Cass, Nick, and Scott did Scott Pilgrim on the Patreon. And people can still listen to that. That exists in the feed, I think... At the three dollar mark, you can get access to that. So that's all there. A hundred and eighty episodes, or how yeah. many? We have tons and tons of content for patrons. So we also have tons and tons of free content in uh, the other shows. Um, yeah, they're all a lot of fun. Great group of people. Um, and if you're listening to this one, you'll probably like at least one, if not all, of the other shows. So yeah, give them some love. 
Yeah. And if you want to follow us more, uh, NR Archives Pod on Twitter and the New Republic Archives. No, just New Republic Archives on Instagram. Uh, probably best way. And then, of course, the Discord, uh, which is linked in every episode. Every episode. Please join us and chat with us. Um, but yeah, that'll do it for this episode. Uh, thanks for listening, guys, uh, to us ramble uh, about Star Wars. Uh, and we'll see you in two weeks uh, to do another deep dive. And I think you guys will like this should one. We, should we shout out what it is so people can listen to it between now and then? Uh, yeah, actually, it's a good idea. So uh, it is uh, the Christmas album. The Star um, Wars Christmas album. It's called A Christmas in the Stars. And it's by Miko. In the stars. Uh, and so, yeah, uh, it's available on YouTube or for an extremely exorbitant amount of money, um, which, you know, you need to save for your Star Cruisers now. Yeah, save for your Star Cruisers. Don't uh, buy this. But yeah, you can buy it uh, for a, a lot of money because it's a collector's uh, album now. But just listen to it on YouTube um, if you want. Uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll, and we'll be talking about it in two weeks. Uh, so thank you guys for joining us and remember until next time if it's not in the archives it doesn't exist <laughs> <laughs>